welcome to more Christ. I'm Marcus. Today I'm joined by Jason Smith. Jason is one of the greatest para-athletes of all time. The Derry-born sprinter has the distinction of never having tasted defeat in a major para-athletics event since his debut at the 2005 European Championships in Finland. Just recently retired, as I was saying, <laughs> before we started recording this kind of funny term, Jason has represented Ireland at several Paralympic Games, winning gold each time. That includes winning the 100 meters and the 200 meters categories. And he's a world record holder in both those events. And Jason has competed in the T13 category for athletes that have a visual impairment. Just um, to begin then, Jason, what inspired your love of athletics in the first place? And how did you get involved in this life? Yeah, um, well, firstly, it's good to be here. And thanks for for having me. And um to start, actually, I wouldn't say it was my love of athletics at all, ironically. Um, it was a school teacher. So I went to secondary school up at Limavady. I went to Limavady Grammar. And um, fourth year, we did PE as part of GCSE. And the process was we did four or five events you did them, you got testing on them, and then you came back eight, 12 weeks later and you, you seen some improvement. And um, the school teacher, a lady by the name of Liz McGuire, kind of off, off the back of that, she herself was was um, involved in athletics and interested in athletics, uh, said to me, would I have any interest in going to an athletics club? Um, she thought she she's seen something obviously she thought i quite could could be quite good and um from there actually i i had no real interest in going to be to be honest i love football played a bit of rugby kind of the the main sports uh people would do and i i just i think probably being polite didn't want to say no and said if you if you come back to me with with the information, sure, I'll I'll go along and I'll see. And um, secretly, kind of hoping she wouldn't come back with any information and she would just forget and go about her her day and her week. And um, but she, she did come back, and um, then obviously I had to 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 keep my side of the the deal and uh, I went down to an athletics club it was city of Derry um and it was actually the night I went down there the guy who coached me Steve Maguire for a huge part of my career was was on the other side of the track with a sprint script and and I was I was sent over to him and that's kind of where my uh start in that athletics really really came from so yeah just uh, to be honest looking at it as I feel Probably one of the, the biggest lessons learning back on it is this piece around opportunities. Like in, in that one moment, it seemed irrelevant if I had decided to go or not go to athletics. Who who really, like, does it really matter? And the answer you'd say is no. But it's incredible now in hindsight. Obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing to look back and see how pivotal that one moment um was and, and I think it always makes me wonder how many of those moments do we come across that we say no to but just no idea what what they may have had in store for us
Mm, that's brilliant. Thank you, Jason. And aside from Mrs. McGuire, as you mentioned there, are there any other figures, say even personal or historical, for example, who've been especially inspirational or influential in your life and wonder how they might have affected you? I would say the, obviously the school teacher, I would say in, in a sporting context, um, my parents. I mean, the reality is, Obviously now as a parent, you 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 more appreciation and understanding, but you have a massive impact on your children and just some of the the foundations that is put in place. And I think for me, what what went on to be a successful career was a lot built on some of those foundations that was set by my parents. Um, just even very simply and being in athletics it was always you go do it and you do it well and you you know you don't kind of if you're going to commit to something you do it and um, you know just little pieces like that um, the other one as I said would have been my coach <clears throat> Stephen Maguire um, nothing to Liz Maguire even though they have the same surname but um, he was probably the most influential person on the track that got me to the level I was at and the things that I learned and the environments um, I was able to be around. So I would say um, they were probably the the three most influential buckets of people. Mm, excellent. And um, I suppose if you're happy to speak about it, not many people might know about your missionary background I wonder how you came to know Christ and how that has impacted how you've uh, viewed your life in athletics and beyond. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I um, go to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and um, I grew up, I, I suppose I grew up at being a, an important part of, of my life. When I look back, um my granda would have been the 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 person in our family who who made that move probably away from just um i assume he was a, a protestant i can't remember um but let's say let's really found um his faith um in in the move to the church of jesus christ of latter day saints and for me it just was probably a normal part of life growing up um, but when, when I reflect on it, um, and reflect on what it gives me, I think there's probably a number of different angles. Um, I think probably one of the biggest pieces is, is purpose. And I, and from that, when you get a, a clear understanding of, of who you are, what you're here your purpose of life, where you're trying to go. I think that right off the bat gives you more direction and purpose in what you're doing. Um, I think knowing that I've been blessed by a talent or blessed to have a talent, um, I think has also kept me humble in the journey that I've had that, you know, it's, it's not just me. Um, there is more than me in life. There's a greater being, whatever way people want to put it, a God. Um, there's Jesus Christ. There's 
that have blessed me with the abilities I have. Yes, I still have to make the choices to push those to their limits and, and maximize my potential, but you're blessed with something. Um, so I think there's there's a piece around that um, that's continued to help me want to strive to be better, but knowing that there's a, something greater than me that I need to rely on. Um, <clears throat> another piece I would say is just about challenges. I mean, the reality is life is about overcoming challenges. It's one thing that we're guaranteed that we all face. They just look different. And um, I suppose knowing that I have someone else to rely on that knows me, understands me, can help and support me. Um, that greater being, whatever people want to put it as a God or um, um, I think allows me to deal with the situations differently. It's, it's all about how you look at life and the perspective of life and shifting your mindset. Um, and it's really taught me to like challenges are the only way we grow and develop. And therefore, if you look at challenges as opportunities, um, seeing how you can be shaped and molded into a, a greater version of yourself, then it really does shift how you, you deal with life. So I think for me, a lot of those pieces, yes, again, as a, um, a member of the church, I'd say our lifestyles probably a bit more aligned with, with being an athlete. We, we don't drink, we don't smoke, you know, like it's probably a bit more around how do I keep my body clean and pure? Um, it's something we've been blessed with and it's again a responsibility of of mine to 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 keep it and look after it so i think a, a lot of those different angles um really have shaped me in actually it's been a huge part and it's probably a part that people are less aware of is it's been a huge part in what i feel that i've been able to have the right mindset and attitude that's allowed me to to be successful, and and probably the real trick is that is the successfulness over a long period of time, and that requires consistency and those right and good choices on a on a daily basis. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Jason. And um, I think that ties us into my next question quite nicely, actually. So rather than making your career an ego project, so to speak, as it might be tempting to do if you don't have that context and you don't see it in terms of service and uh, working for God or partaking in that community and so on, how does it feel to then reflect on the achievements that you have made and the impact that those have had on the Paralympic movement um, now that you've retired, as I say? I think it's actually, to be fair, only in retirement that you kind of stop and reflect a little bit more than what you would, would ever do. Because as an athlete, it's it's always about what's next and what's the next competition and what's the next games. And, and you're always very, um, again, it's, it's about what you can control. You can't control what's happened in the past. You can only control what you do today and tomorrow. And that's very much where your 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 thought is. But yeah, I think really this last couple of months have been able to, I probably haven't taken as much time to stop and reflect as maybe <laughs> I should. Um, maybe I've been straight into the action in other places. But I think it's really allowed me to 
to appreciate even more how incredible the journey I had was um, to go 18 years and never be beaten feels something that, that won't be done again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I haven't been one for going looking for, let's say, the impact I have specifically had. Um, but where I look where the sport has moved in my time, um, it's made huge leaps forward. And, and yes, there's uh, so many different um, pieces of that jigsaw that that make that happen. It's not just one or a group of individuals, but it, but it also required individuals being that successful that gave it the platform to be able to to share that message. So I think really, you know, when I do talk to previous or current athletes, I know a lot of them looked at the successes um, that myself and some other athletes has as that real inspiration. And um, I think that's for me, one of the, the, the most powerful pieces around the whole power movement. And yes, it's very easy to, to say it's, it can give people with disabilities a belief in themselves and aspire to, to be like some of these other athletes. But again, back to my point is, what a what a power athlete is is somebody who has a challenge and often just it becomes a bit more well you can see it that maybe is a wee bit more obvious and it's just about overcoming that to be successful and people's success and people's potential are different you know mine's is different than yours um for some that may be gold medals and for others that it's it's not but it's how do we maximize that potential i think the power movement just really is a, a huge piece on you know that's what what we all need to look at is how do we overcome the challenges in front of us to to do it successfully so i i think it has had a a, a huge impact and, and hopefully it can continue to to have a big impact in society and, and even the shift of people's mindsets around disabilities and um inclusion like that's become a big piece in society right now as well Mm, excellent thank you Jason and I suppose um, to maybe look at some specifics throughout your career are there any particular moments or victories say that stand out as especially meaningful or memorable that you'd like to tell us about for me the again probably the two for very different reasons uh, London 2012 the Paralympic Games as a whole experience was unbelievable one of, can you ever really put it into words no um it's one of those things you kind of have to live and and experience and be part of but for any people for anybody who does remember just the whole build up to london 2012 was was incredible um because it was a home games the hype the atmosphere um it was so close to home basically meant all family and friends were able to to head over to london I would say it was real shift in the para movement and how it was attended and supported. And actually the media did a, an, an incredible job in that piece around it was around people's abilities rather than disabilities. Um, my performances, that was actually where I'd run the, the world record. So like the whole, just the whole games, just as a, as an atmosphere, as an environment, was just, um, for me, unbelievable. As 
uh, as a race, it, it was was twenty twenty one at the the Tokyo Paralympic Games, and very very different situation. Obviously, we had as everybody well remembers the the COVID, um, times where we had lockdowns and the games was was pushed back a year, um. But for me, the big piece was I picked up a pretty big back injury um, about a year before the games. And um, it was something that was ongoing, kind of settled a little bit and then came back worse, settled a little bit, came back worse, probably through to the end of 2020. And like a lot of times when we face pretty big challenges, I look back at those moments and there was a lot of doubt. There was a questions, was this the end of my career? Would I, if I could get back, would I even be able to get to the games? And would I be in the position to win a gold medal? Um, and because of, of that injury issue, it had lots of other impacts into my preparation um throughout the throughout all of the winter and into the summer to add probably f- fuel to the fire they about a month or two out there was a couple of new athletes um one of them was this algerian guy who came second who had run quicker than me and at my best his his best times were similar so we had been at a, he had been at a very, very good level as well. And um, he on paper had actually was favorite over me. Um, he was, but but nobody else had known of him. He, he kind of came out of nowhere. The media didn't know of him. Everybody thought Jason Smith was going to win. Um, I kept my injuries under wraps so nobody knew about that. So there's this pressure that everybody thought Jason was going to win. People were unaware of these other athletes, and I was, I'd say, underprepared for where I w- wanted to be. Um, so when you kind of put that bubble in the way in the background to then come out and to win that 100 meters, and I won it by one hundredth of a second, so it was centimeters. Um, but I, ah. I found something in that race and maybe it's mentally, I would say there's a huge part of this piece of, I think, influence and, and help from upstairs as sometimes I put it and how I dealt with the situation and the weeks leading up to it. Um, but the, the ability to do it under those circumstances and under that pressure, um, for me, it's just something I look back at and think, how did that happen? It was just one of those those moments, and and the team around me, kind of, we all kind of look back and think, how did that happen? You know, things were that to the wire. A week earlier, I wouldn't have, of even have won. So it was just, I don't know the, as I say, I, I had to go somewhere I'd never been before, and to be able to do it when it mattered was just unbelievable. Mm, thank God, that's amazing. 
And um, we were sort of laughing before with this notion that you're retired because you're still working in many different ways and so on. Uh, I, I think retirement, as people seem to suggest, brings out a period of transition. You have to adjust to different things and there will be new challenges and all, I'm sure. But I think how has preparing for this new chapter of your life uh, gone so far? And do you have any plans to remain involved in the Paralympic community? And so on? what might the next chapter look like? Yeah, so, um, I mean, you're certainly right. It is a big change. Um, you know, when you spent 18 years since I, I left secondary school being an athlete, to then stepping into to a completely different environment. I've nearly said to somebody, it's, it's like when people tell you sometimes, you know, when you're about to have a kid, that things will be different. And you, you kind of go, yeah, yeah, things will be different. Yeah. And it's not till you're going through it that you realize, yeah, it, it is different and there is an adjusting. Um, so I definitely feel that I've been last end of March is when I retired. So just over a couple of months. Um, but yes, part of that went up, would I retire? What's the right decision to make? Part of that was what, what is the next step? Um, and, and that actually played a big part in why I decided then was the time to retire. Um, there was the opportunity to, to, to come on board at Paralympics Ireland. So to answer your question, yes, I'm, I'm still very much, um, involved um and involved in a, a role as strategy managers where are we looking to to go over these next uh, number of years in the future and how can we or how can i support the organization in doing that um so like for me it was an exciting opportunity to to get involved and in, um a, a part of i suppose an uh an area that I have had a lot of experience in sport and the different dynamics and the different moving parts. Um, and to be able to, to help bring that from a, probably a very different perspective than most people in the organization as an athlete and somebody who'd, who'd been through it, um, just felt like, you know, the timing is right to, to make that, that move. It doesn't necessarily make it easier, but I think being able to make that choice for myself certainly made that easier. Cause you see in sport, very often that it just kind of is forced upon athletes mm -hmm. um, because it's easier to to stay too long or or think I've got more um, and it can it, yeah it can be certainly quite a difficult piece to get right excellent and um, you've hinted at it there a little bit but I'm curious in addition to your athletic accomplishments have there been any moments or initiatives off the field that have been particularly meaningful to you? Uh, you, you sort of suggested becoming a parent, for example. Would you like to speak to that a little bit, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it certainly is a shift and change of perspective. I think that's probably, well, two things, that. And the other piece that comes to mind is love. I remember when so my oldest is seven evie uh, so i have two girls um when she first arrived and you're in the hospital that feeling of of love is uh something i have this was only a, a parent's love but it's something i had never experienced and never uh fully grasped is 
how you can feel that much love for something. So I think that's certainly um, maybe softened my heart as well a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably continue to do that. Um, but I think that that is that is one piece and a responsibility. And there's there's somebody there that relies on you, trusts on you that you're accountable for and how they grow and develop. Um, but as I say, the other piece is is, is that perspective. And and that perspective is really what's important in life. And I, again, when I, my wife and I talk about this a, a lot is the life of an athlete is very selfish and it, it has to be to be at that level because every choice you make reflects on your ability to, to train at a high enough quality and then compete. Um, and having or becoming a parent certainly shifts that perspective of actually what is important in life um and yes as important as sport felt there there was more important things in life and i think that also probably um helps in uh, i think it helps probably keeping you grounded and just remembering there is more to life than sometimes what you think yeah, absolutely. And do you have any specific tips for people who maybe do have that intense training schedule or a different intense working schedule with a lot of demands being put placed on them, like as, as I'm sure there was on you, and how to um, establish good habits, so, so to speak, that'll allow you to get that balance between work it's, and yeah, it's, it's not easy, and that's that that is for sure. And um like I look back and I don't think even though I was trying to find some balance, my life wasn't balanced. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, what I find for me, and again, everybody's different in different situations and circumstances. But for me, I found I had to, let's say sport was a priority and, and family was a priority. Like a lot of other things took a back seat. Um, like, I didn't wouldn't say I would have had much of a social life at all. Um, so for me it was a bit of a, a realization that I only had so much capacity and time. And even within that, I'm not sure I, I had that time and capacity. And but it's picking what are the priorities. And sometimes that means other things have to at that time be left on the on the back burner. And there there's no doubt when I look back. Like, yes, I would say trying to find more family time, but my wife took up a huge burden um, in the sacrifices she had to make for me to be an athlete at that level. And it's, again, it's probably more in time that I reflect on it. It's, it's not easy and it's not easy for, for those people around you. Um, and they're obviously never in the position of getting the glory or the success for what happens as well. So it's, it's, I don't know if I have answers um, to that question, but I think it's what are, what are the priorities and trying to, to make sure those are the pieces that you have time for and, and letting other things slip, even though maybe you mightn't want to. Wonderful. Thank you, Jason. And um, so since I started this channel, I've been blown away by the response I've got from people. 
that I reach out to, I've been surprised that people are so open to conversations and so on. And it brings me to the, the Bible verse about asking, you shall receive, knocking the door will be open. And that comes to my mind constantly now. I'm just wondering, um, from your perspective, are there any Bible verses, say, or passages that have particularly resonated with you and um, inspire you to excel as uh, an athlete, as a father and so on? Um, I think again, I'm, um, wouldn't say I'm the best for remembering specific passages no, me neither. <laughs> um, or, or, or where you find them. Um, <laughs> but for me, there is, I can't remember where it is. I think maybe in Corinthians or somewhere is something around, um, challenges and, um, basically saying that we will not be challenged or we will not yeah face challenges beyond what we are capable of overcoming and i think it probably resonates a lot with me just with being diagnosed with with an eye disease at seven or eight and having less than 10 percent vision and i think it's very easy to to beat yourself up um and and back to my pieces around being an athlete the doubts and the uncertainties but the lesson for me back to what i've said a few times is actually the greater the challenge i face knowing that i can overcome any challenge um the greater that actually must mean i am as in the strength that i have to overcome it and i think for me that's really shifted the way i've looked at the things I face knowing that the greater the challenge the greater the opportunity rather than looking at the negative and, and the setback yeah that's powerful thank you Jason and um, just I suppose to remind some of my viewers and listeners uh, the work that you're doing now where can they keep abreast of that um again I'm Sometimes on social media, I would say I'm always active on social media. Um, probably Twitter is where I'm on the most. Um, probably find me if you just, I think it's at Smith, S-M-Y-T-H underscore Jason. Um, that's probably um, the best place or my website, jasonsmith.ie. So yeah, it's probably the best places to, to keep in contact. And I suppose I'm always people want to reach out or connect um i'm always open to to doing so and asking questions so um yeah it's probably the best places wonderful thank you so much for your time today jason pleasure thanks for having me i'm going there nobody can stop me Ooh, i'm going there